You're listening to The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. Look, guy, we have to stay strong. If you don't stand with your fellow Canadians, then you are a rat. Don't call me a rat, buddy. I'm not your buddy, friend. He's not your friend, guy. I'm not your guy, buddy. He's not your buddy, friend. I'm not your friend, guy. We're back on The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming, and we're going to continue looking at uh, each WHL team as the season gets closer. Camp's now well underway uh, for the most part. And uh, my next team in the spotlight is the Seattle Thunderbirds. That means a general manager, Bill LaForge, back on the Pipeline Show. Bill, welcome back to the program. How was summer for you? Summer was great. It was exciting uh, with my family getting used to the area here in Seattle and, you know, getting a chance to explore everything around here as well as getting some time back in St. Albert. So it was a good, uh, good summer. All right. Well, back into the ranks now, and your camp has been on for, uh, for, for when did you actually start? Just uh, before the weekend, right? Yeah, we're, we're done our main camp now. So we started last Monday with right. checking and check-in, and then uh, Tuesday was first day of all night. All right. So uh, what did you learn from your team throughout the camp? Any surprises for you? Uh, I think, yeah, there's always a, a few guys that shine, and, and we were you know fortunate to have a couple players that we invited to camp that uh, earned some list spots and and I think our our young guys did a great job over the summer as did our older players of just making sure they came here ready and they've they've looked really good so far I think every team at this time of the year thinks they're uh, thinks they're going to be a great team so we're we're (laughs) excited with what we have and uh, look forward to seeing how the season unfolds. All right. Well, we'll get closer, we'll look closer at the uh, the roster here uh, in a second but let's start maybe by looking back at last year and uh, mentioning the uh, overage players you had on the playoff roster that aren't back now. And a couple of these guys have already committed to the University of Alberta, Nolan Vulcan, Noah Philp, and uh, Sean Richards as well from last year's team. Who else from last year's playoff roster no longer a part of the uh, the picture for Seattle? Uh, yeah, we lost uh, Cole Schwebius, Jake Lee, and Dylan Hamilock at a draft day trade. Yep. So those will be some some big pieces for us to fill. Um, you know, we think we filled the the goaltending void pretty pretty quickly and efficiently with Blake Elida. Um, and uh, you know, we're we're really happy with our young defense right now. You know, we think Ty Bauer, Simon Kubacek, uh, Cade McNally, and and Ashton are going to do a good job of of filling in the void there. And you know, with the return of Owen Williams as well. So we we have five pretty experienced WHL defensemen, and then. Um, we'll, uh, we'll look to fill some minutes after that. And then with, uh, Hammer leaving up front, you know, it just opened up space for our younger players that we're so excited about. Um, other than that, I think we also lost, uh, Tishka. Uh, yeah. Jared Tishka has decided to, to go to university this year, which is, you know, that's what the WHL scholarship's for. And we, we fully support him and his decision, uh, as well as, uh, Cody Sabi. Um, isn't coming back this season. We've we've decided to move on from there. So okay. I think other than that, I'm pretty sure most of the lineups back. All right, Bill. Uh, tell me about the overage uh, count that you have in camp right now. I, I don't know how many players. I know I think you have about six or seven that you still have the rights to. But how many are left in camp for you? Yeah, in camp right now we have Matthew Wedman, uh, Florida draft pick. We also have uh, Aaron Thompson, who we brought in from Vancouver. Uh, Connor Bruggenkate who came in the Kelowna trade, as well as uh, returning players Andre Kukacha and Jackson Koloski. I mean, we think that uh, of that group, we should be able to get three really solid uh, WHL players going forward. All right. And because you have five, there's going to obviously be some internal competition. Is As the GM, you like that? You like seeing the five guys fight it out for three spots? 
I, I do and I don't. I mean, I think that if I could come in with three guys who I knew were going to be here and, and there was no, you know, questions on it, um, sometimes it's a little bit better to, to have that situation settled. But mm-hmm. I think with, with Matthew uh, Wedman going to Florida's camp, um, and there's a good possibility that he, that he makes the American League and, and stays there, we had to uh, we had to bring in some extra guys, and and we also have the import issue. I mean, if if we decide that uh, Stutzel's going to come in, uh, I shouldn't say we decide. If he decides that Stutzel's going, uh, he wants to come in and play for us this year, then that's going to you know throw another wrench into the situation. So there's some unknown there, but we're uh, we're excited with the competition they have, and and the guys have all been really good thus far. All right. Well, since you brought it up, let's go to the import uh, spots right now. And and uh, you did sign, or you didn't sign him. You you drafted him. Uh, is is uh, Tim Stutzel signed yet? No, he's he's signed a DEL contract. He's playing in the in the top league in Germany right now, and um, we knew that going in. We were we were prepared to to wait out the process, and the reason we were prepared to do that is we have two guys that we're really high on here right now. It was kind of a a home run swing. Um, we think that, uh, you know, if Tim decides to come to the CHL, he's going to be, uh, you know, a bona fide top, top line player for us. So, um, as of right now, he's playing in the DEL and doing well. And, and we're really happy with both Andre and Simon. So, uh, nothing new to report there. All right. Bella Forge, GM of the Seattle Thunderbirds, my guest here on the Pipeline Show. All right, camp has progressed uh, for you and uh, you're through your main camp, as you mentioned. So you've weeded down some players, I'm sure. Uh, let's go position by position. How many goaltenders do you have uh, still in camp? We have three goaltenders still in camp, uh, and we'll we'll continue with the three goaltenders probably pretty close to the season. Uh, Roddy Ross will be heading to Philadelphia's camp next week, so then we'll have Blake Lida and Thomas Millich still in camp with us. So we're really happy with our you know depth in that and our um, you know how we are shaped up for going forward. Tell me about Roddy Ross and just how he came in mid-season for you last year and now has kind of established himself in the league had such a strong second half yeah he's been tremendous i mean he's uh he's a really good goalie and he's a he's an even better person i mean he came in here and just the the excitement he brought to the rink every day um he just loves playing hockey loves stopping pucks and uh you know he's a he's a great kid to have around he's really good with the younger goalies he's good with the younger players um we throw you know if we put a young billet in with him for for a time, if we call him up, Roddy's the first guy to make sure that he feels welcome. He's a, he's a real team player, and um, he's a heck of a goalie. I mean, he came in here and, and really turned the fortunes of our season around you know, with the help of some of the other guys. But, uh, yeah, I, I can't say enough good things about Roddy Ross. All right, Philadelphia Flyers uh, prospect, so Flyers fans can uh, watch for him in camp. Uh, let's move to the uh, defensive uh, grouping, and how would you kind of describe your your D core as as a whole, as a unit? Um, what's the, what's the characteristic of them that stands out? Yeah, I think we're young would be the first one that would come to mind. I mean, we're anchored by Owen Williams, a uh, nineteen year old, but then everybody other than that is you know eighteen and younger. So uh, I shouldn't say that. We just uh, acquired Hunter Donahoe, so we'll have two nineteen year olds, and then. Um, a bunch of young guys that we really believe in. Uh, Kai Bauer is, I believe, one of the best shutdown defensemen in the league, and he's only 17 years old. Uh, Simon Kubitschek, who's at the, should be getting into camp here any day, coming from the Czech Four Nations team. Uh, he's a really solid defenseman. And then the, the development of Cade McNally has been something that, 
you know, it's been really fun to watch. He, he puts in the time and effort, and Kate's come a, a long way, and we expect big things from him this year. Well, and all of those guys you just mentioned also bring size. They might be young, but they're big, uh, and uh, that makes it hard to play against. Is that by design? Did you want to have a, uh, a large defensive unit? Yeah, no, it's not something that I uh, I, I really, you know, I believe in, in having players that can play. Uh, all those guys, they're big, but they, they still bring other assets to the game. I mean, Tuvi's a great offensive defenseman. He can really shoot the puck. Cade plays pretty hard, but, I mean, Williams is a great skater, and Bauer's a defender. Like, we, we had a good mix back there. Uh, I'm not going to lie, size doesn't hurt, that's for sure. Uh, and you mentioned the trade with the Red Deer Rebels and getting Hunter Donahoe. And was that basically because he's a, a more an older player, more a little bit more experienced, and you needed to inject a bit of that? Yeah, that, that was part of it. I mean, we, we needed some depth back there. We, as of right now, only have six uh, signed players who are eligible to this, this year to play for us. We, uh, you know, we have our two first defensemen draft picks in camp that are signed and they'll play some exhibition for us. But going into the season uh, with Hunter, we we still only have seven defensemen. Okay. Who are those young guys that are knocking on the door trying to force their way onto the roster? Well, it, they're they're all four uh, birthier, Kevin Korchinski and Spencer Penner. So they're only eligible to play five games for us this year, but right. uh, we we really like where they're at, and we think you know getting a taste early in the exhibition will really help their development. All right, Bill, let's uh, move to the forward group. And uh, again, every team loses uh, several players every year, uh, and all four, or all three of your overage guys from last year are up front. So some holes uh, to fill up front. Uh, who becomes your uh, your leadership group among the forwards? Yeah, I mean, hopefully, if Wedman comes back, I mean, he's obviously you know, the catalyst and, and drives the ship. But uh, we're really excited about Andre Kukacha, Henrik Rubinsky. Um, you know, we expect big news from, from Tyler Carpendale, another 19-year-old forward. And then and then after that, I mean, depending on the other overage that uh, that plays for us, you know, we'll expect some production there. But we're we're so excited about our younger players. I mean, Kai Uchez was our first-round pick. He'll be a 16-year-old this year. We expect to play a bigger role, uh, Connor Roulette, same thing, Lucas Siona. And then, you know, our former first-round pick, Peyton Mount, we, we expect to take a big step this year. And and we've had some guys that have that have come into camp and shown significant development. Uh, you know, uh, Matt, uh, Michael Horon, who last year led the uh, Alberta Midget League in scoring, he came into our training camp and he's led our camp in scoring. He's uh, he's a guy that we, we think, you know, we might get some sneaky production from and and Jared Davidson has continued to uh, to develop at a astounding rate. So we're really happy with uh, with the group we have here right now. Well, it sounds like it's going to be an exciting young team this year, but uh, that's not necessarily a bad thing at all. Might be fair to expect some growing pains along the way, though. Oh, well, for sure. I mean, I uh, our coach Matt Odette and I have talked about that a number of times. We're going to be exciting. There's going to be some some days that we 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 think we're world beaters, but there's also going to be some days that. Uh, you know, the youth is going to show itself, but um, it's all part of the process. And it's something that, uh, you know, we've gone into and, and decided that this was the route we're going to take. We're going young, we're going fast and we're going talented. Anyone still uh, with the organization right now that uh, was a camp invite or something that uh, has earned a, an extra long look? Uh, not this year. No, we, we, I, again, that was the example last year with Jared Davidson. I mean, he came to camp as a walk-on and ended up making our team as a 16 year old. Mm. So he, he's kind of the, the great story. Um, but, uh, you know, we have, we have a lot of sign forward, so there wasn't really any position, um, available for, for an invite. We had some guys that came into camp and, and earned list spots, but 
we have so many signboards that we needed to go into the exhibition with a plan and, and try and sort these guys out that way. Bill, what do you foresee to be the biggest hurdle for you guys this year or the biggest challenge for the Seattle Thunderbirds as a group moving forward? I know every team comes across injuries and, and it's impossible to plan for when that's going to happen. But outside of that, outside of staying healthy, what's going to be the biggest challenge for you guys? I think, you know, as we mentioned earlier, I think it's just going to be the how young our group is. That there's going to be there's going to be days where that youth, um, you know, might cost us a, a goal here or there. But I think that uh, we have a real strength when it comes to our leadership group. And um, like I said earlier with Wedman and, and Owen Williams and Tyler Carpendale and Kelty Jerry Leon, we have a really good group of guys that are that are going to lead the ship. And uh, I think with all those guys, it should minimize the those those hard days, but um, definitely it's going to be you know we're such a young team that there's going to be some growing pains for sure. So what would you where would you set the bar for uh, what you would consider a successful season? Is is making the playoffs? Uh, you're in a a ten team conference, but uh, it's not easy to make the playoffs every year. Um, what what would you consider to be a a strong successful season for the Seattle Thunderbirds? Yeah, I, I think we go into every season with, you know, uh, the intention of making it to the playoffs and, and giving it a good push when we get there. I mean, even last year, we were we were near the bottom of the league at the Christmas time, and then we, we gave Vancouver a really good run in the first round. So I think that's always the goal, and we want to see our, our players continue to develop, and we want to, uh, you know, make sure that uh, they're, they're working hard on and off the ice and in terms of their education. We want to have a really good player experience here and, and make sure that, uh, you know, we're competitive in the rink every night. Outside of Matt Wedman and, uh, and Roddy Ross, anybody else going to NHL camp? Yeah. Henrik Rubinsky drafted by Florida will, right. will go to their camp as well. So th- those will be the three guys we lose here, um, you know, after this weekend. And then, uh, hopefully, hopefully we get, uh, Roddy and Henrik back for sure. And, I, you know, I hope Matt uh, has a great camp in Florida and, and makes their decision very hard with him. Excellent. Uh, Bill, I really appreciate your time today. Uh, wish you the best of luck this coming season, and, and uh, thanks for coming back on the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. That's the Seattle Thunderbirds preview with uh, General Manager Bill LaForge. I, to me, that's uh, there's. I think the five U.S. teams this year, um, well, I think maybe one team will be better than the other four, but I think it's uh, going to be fairly competitive. Uh, and I, quite honestly, spoiler alert, I might be picking all five to get into the playoffs um, because I, I do think there's a couple of teams, weaker teams in the BC division, which we'll get to eventually. But uh, lots can change. My mind can change here in the next couple of weeks as well. we got the WHL preview coming up the week right before the start of the regular season. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll use that as the final predictor uh, for me for uh, what I think for the upcoming season. But Right now, I, I think uh, the five U.S. teams are, are looking good enough to make the playoffs. we got another U.S. team coming up a little bit later on the show, but up next, the Saskatoon Blades. Are they the top team in the Eastern Conference? A lot of people seem to think so. What about General Manager Colin Priestner? Well, that's a question we ask him, and he answers it next here on the Pipeline Show. And Doc will get back to it. Doc at his blue line. Comes to center. Ducks around Leeson. In over the line on the wing. Trying to go wider on Pahal. Gets in front. Shoots and scores! 
Ah! Oh, let's go! Kirby Doc puts hand to the ear as if to listen for the booze from the crowd here at the Art Harris Center. But what a brilliant individual effort by Kirby Doc! And the Blades have opened the scoring in Game Two in Prince Albert. I'm Kirby Doc of the Saskatoon Blades, and this is the Pipeline Show. Bruce Grove Saints hockey is back. The Saints 2019-2020 training camp opens up this weekend on the 24th and will conclude on Monday the 26th with the annual blue versus white game. Saints fans, this is your first chance to get a look at your 2019-2020 Spruce Grove Saints. Immediately following training camp, the Saints will jump into the 2019-2020 preseason with a pair of split squad games against the Drayton Valley Thunder on Tuesday the 27th. Both games will be played right here at the Grand Fury Arena. Puck drops are 3 o'clock and 7 o'clock. All sessions and scrimmages are open to the public. Tickets are $5 for the Blue versus White game and all preseason games. Kids under 7 are free. For the full training camp and preseason schedule, please visit www.sprucegrovesaints.ca.